Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It was a yes, 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 no, yes more situation. Yeah, uh, Dwelly ended up making a great play. The defense made a great play. I didn't think he'd be able to get to it. Uh, but yeah, guys, guys made plays and it ended up working out. Now back to Overtime on 95.7 The Game. Overtime continues here on 95.7 The Game. Mark Randy, Sterling Bennett with you. You just heard Trey Lance talking about his touchdown pass in the first half. It was... Uh, what we thought was originally going to be a low light touchdown pass. <laughs> yeah. Air In quotes, quotation. Air quotes, <laughs> touchdown pass to Ross Dwelly. Uh, nine yard touchdown to Ross Dwelly for Trey Lance. He was uh, trying to throw to Ronnie Bell, a rookie who I know we'll talk about a little bit later here on overtime. Chris had... Conley, wasn't it? Chris Conley? In the oh, back? you're right. It was Chris Conley. Chris Conley. Who also had a couple Give of Give the nice vet moments. some cred, Mark. Come on. <laughs> Chris Conley had a couple of nice catches. So did Ronnie Bell. We'll talk about that coming up. But that touchdown pass for Trey Lance. At the very least, should have been incomplete. It probably <laughs> should have been intercepted. It was uh, Trey Lance's only touchdown pass of the game. He played the entire first half. He went 10 of 15, 112 yards. That touchdown, no interceptions. Uh, but we've kind of been referencing it for the first hour here of overtime, Sterling. He had that dropped interception. And then at the end of the first half, where they're trying a, a hyper-quick drive to yeah. get in, in field goal range with 30 seconds left after a Raiders touchdown... His first pass of that drive right at the defensive back dropped, incomplete, should have been an interception. He followed it up with two really nice throws to get into field goal range. Uh, there was a 17-yard completion to Conley. Uh, there was also a, a couple of other nice plays as well. Fumangali, tight end, broke yeah. a couple of tackles. Uh, so... We just have to, to debunk these <laughs> Trey Lance stats for a moment. Again, 10 of 15, 112, the touchdown, no interceptions. Let's just assume, and I know it's not fair, there's always balls that bounce one way and yeah. bounce the other way. A lot of time, it tends to even out. But let's just assume those two passes that probably should have been intercepted were intercepted. How would that change Trey Lance's box score? So instead of being 10 of 15, he'd be 6 of 12. Not only do you have fewer completions, but you also have fewer pass attempts because if that other interception happens, the second one, the other dropped interception, that is, he doesn't, he's not on the field for the rest of the half. He doesn't have those other completions and those other attempts. Six of 12, instead of 112 yards passing, 57 yards passing, instead of one touchdown, no touchdowns, instead of no interceptions, two interceptions. So, the way the ball bounced had a big impact on Trey Lance's game. You just look at the box score, you think, oh my God, 
He got so much better. Not only could he be in line for the number two job, maybe he's pushing Brock Purdy. 10 of 15, 112 and a touchdown. I'm here to tell you, that stat is a lie. 6 of 12, 57, no (laughs) touchdowns, two interceptions. That is more telling of Trey Lance's performance today. Can I tell you what you just did? Yeah. You've been doing what fans have been doing with Jimmy Garoppolo for the past four years. (laughs) Oh, well, Jimmy had one touchdown and no picks. He was 10 for 15, a great completion percentage. Well, yeah, but he could have thrown two picks and six for 12, and they could have lost the game. You're doing the same thing, and Trey Lance had a performance in the same way of what got Jimmy Garoppolo replaced here. Of, okay, you you survived the game, and you got a touchdown. Hey, we scored a touchdown, and we're playing pinball in the end zone, and the box score looks good. And I love Jimmy Garoppolo, all the wins he had here, and all the great memories he had here. But that box score is similar to how many Jimmy G plays and many games went of, well, the box score looks really nice, but in reality, it was two drop picks and almost a lost game in the red zone. For Trey Lance, you cannot play like Jimmy Garoppolo. You have to play not just better than Jimmy, better than Sam Darnold now. And you're not doing that. You're doing things that got the guy before you replaced. What's going to happen to Trey? Oh, he'll be replaced. That's what's on the line here for Trey. You can't put out you know, a 6 for 12, 57 yards, and two picks. <laughs> The box score might say, oh, it wasn't that bad, but in reality, it was a bad day for Trey Lance. I can guarantee you Kyle Shanahan does not give no. you-know-what, <laughs> does not give two you-know-whats about what the box score says. No. No, 100% not. They are probably traveling, getting ready to travel back home, but they're on the plane looking at tape, whatever it is. Kyle Shanahan is pointing out those two plays that went. One went as a touchdown, the other went as just a run-of-the-mill incompletion. But those two plays absolutely terrible decisions and throw- throws, maybe not necessarily terrible. The decision is yeah. what's bad there for Trey Lance. And if that isn't something that he can get corrected, then he's not going to see the field as a 49er. He may never be a 49er again. Yeah. Like, But for Kyle Shanahan, he looks at that touchdown and says, Ugh, gross, yeah. what was that? Should have been a pick. Should have been two picks. It hit two guys' hands that weren't a niner. <laughs> and you sit there and say, well... Okay, but it was a touchdown. Okay, yeah, the outcome, sure, touchdown. But just like the score, the outcome here doesn't matter because of what preceded it. Dropped interception earlier in the game by Trey Lance. Dropped interception later in the game by Trey Lance. Two almost drive killing. No score on the board, albeit a Jake Moody missed field goal. But you had two drives that Trey Lance almost ruined himself. That could have got you no points. They scored seven points today. It should have been 0-34. to And two of those plays were on Trey Lance. And the first one that went for the touchdown, it was on the back of a really good drive by Trey Lance. It was the best he looked all day, which is what is really frustrating because after three three and outs to begin the game where he was facing pressure left and right, he was sacked four times in the first half, including twice on the first three plays from scrimmage (laughs) for the 49ers. He put together a good drive, had extended plays with his legs, but as you said earlier, kept his eyes downfield and threw instead of running. Maybe you want him to run here and there, but keeping your eyes downfield, throwing the ball, not always a bad thing. A good decision there for Trey Lance. And then he follows it up with that pass into the end zone, which should have been intercepted, turned into a touchdown, and you just feel the momentum kind of get sapped out of him, even though it did go for a touchdown in that moment. But... I don't know. Something I wanted to ask you is the offensive line obviously was yeah. not good. I mean, 
four sacks of Trey Lance it was in the awful. first half. It was, it was awful. awful. They they played a little bit better, I think, in the second quarter. As soon as Sam Darnold got in, it looked a little different. They did, they did look better in the third. You're right. Things were a little smoother in the second quarter as yeah. well. The, the first three drives were absolutely disastrous for everyone involved on offense. Um one specific note on the offensive line is John Feliciano, who they acquired this offseason, was playing backup center. He yeah. has some experience there, has mostly been a guard in the NFL, but it's not who Trey Lance has been working with all training camp. So perhaps you look back on things, maybe you see, well, if Trey Lance was you know, catching snaps from his normal center, maybe things go a little bit smoother. Did you think Feliciano perhaps had any impact on... Uh, general uneasiness of Trey Lance in the first half. Well, I think it comes down to the miscommunication on certain plays. You saw Jason Poe miss a stunt, kind of block the wrong guy, and a free rusher came in and hit Trey Lance. I think for Trey to not have a familiarity with the center, that also leads to unfamiliarity with the guards. When you have guys sliding over left and right, you have Feliciano, who's usually playing right or left guard, then you have Nick Zakel playing left guard for you, then everything kind of gets shifted around where you're normally your backup and your second team center has been Keith Ishmael this year. And so to not have that consistency where you go into a game thinking, okay, it's Keith Ishmael, the guy I've been taking snaps from, besides Jake Brendel, all offseason throughout the entirety of the summer, you get into game time, and it's an entirely different person out there, and you're saying, okay, usually you're my right guard, now you're playing center, my center is now on the bench, and I got three rookies around him, or you know, three second-year guys that really aren't that good around him, and I'm sitting there running for my life. So I think that was the reason why things were so poor in that first couple of drives. What No, no play or no drive lasted two minutes for Trey, and so I think for him early, that rattled him, that could have shaken him up and go, okay, I'm fighting for my life here, you know, and, and so... But as time progressed, you can see Trey kind of settle in somewhat. There were much better throws. The pockets were much cleaner, which is when you saw Trey make those mm-hmm. nice throws. Um, my concern with Trey is not a clean pocket. To be fair, my concern with any quarterback isn't a clean pocket. Yeah. For Trey, it's when the play breaks down, what do you do? That's where the inconsistencies come up. I'm okay with you thinking you saw someone deep downfield and maybe you miss a throw over a receiver towards the boundary. I'm okay with that stuff. But I'm not okay with mistiming on a Chris Conley open touchdown that becomes almost a near pick. I'm not okay with you just not seeing a linebacker blatantly right in front of your tight end almost a pick. And it's stuff like that where you can look for excuses here or there. Oh, Jordan Mason dropped a screen pass. He could have been 11 for 16 or 11 for 15. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But it's like, okay, but altogether, Trey Lance did not put together a consistent performance that could make any coach proud to say, that's my quarterback. Yeah, I think you can argue... How much a preseason game matters, how much stock you put into it, uh, whether or not the ball bounced his way, or you could argue a lot of things. What you can argue is in this half of football, he did not look good. It's up to you to determine how much of an impact that has on how Kyle Shanahan feels about him, if it impacts his standing within the Niners quarterback room. But I, I would disagree wholeheartedly. If, if someone comes on air, some you know, someone calls in, someone says, someone I see it on Twitter. No, Trey Lance looked good. Like that's just flat out wrong. Like you, I'm not burying the guy. I'm not saying right. that I think he right. he can't turn it around in the future. But if you're gonna try to convince me that Trey Lance looked good today in the preseason, I'm calling you crazy because he did not look good. And I, I can't find there are moments, throws, yes. plays here or there. All in all, you take it all in at once, he did not look good. And it's not like 
he's not going to have to play if he does indeed start this year at a certain point or come in in relief of a quarterback who gets hurt or maybe isn't playing well. It's not like he's not going to have to play with the backup offensive lineman here or there. Now, maybe that's an organizational concern of say, hey, our backup offensive linemen aren't very good. And I think Matt Pryor was a good example of that today. Running play to his right, I believe it was TDP with the run, and he's out there in front of all the rest of the offensive linemen ready for a block, and he just jogs out there. TDP gets tackled, and he's sitting there like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I want you to do your job and block. It's not like Trey Lance isn't going to be you know, being blocked by or being in the, the pocket with guys who maybe aren't Trent Williams one day. And maybe it's Jalen Moore, or maybe it's a Matt Pryor, and you're saying, okay, your backup left tackle ain't there. you got to figure this thing out. And and I get it. It's five guys who maybe aren't going to be in those positions come you know week one against Pittsburgh. But right now, uh, Sam Darnold had that exact same offensive line and looked far better than Trey Lance today. Yeah, he did. And we could talk about the offensive line, not not necessarily these guys and how they performed today, but just in general, lack of depth at offensive line, because if there's an injury to the starting group, and we still don't know exactly what the starting group is going to look like. We know who they are. I think we do now. We don't. We know who they are, right, yeah, right. but we don't know... If, are they going to prove themselves the top 10 right. offensive line of football? Right, I don't know. Right. We certainly have doubts on that. But where I think I can feel relatively confident is that I don't know how many injuries this team can survive on <laughs> yeah. the offensive line. Well, I think right now it's defensive line the same thing. We saw Javon Kinlaw and Kevin Givens, guys yeah. who maybe are going to play, I don't want to say pivotal roles, but guys who are going to be in the trenches expected to make an impact if this they're year. they're healthy, they'll play every game. Getting pushed around by second team, second, you know, second string offensive linemen. And was there a running play that Oakland, or Las Vegas, excuse me, <laughs> didn't get five yards on today? Didn't seem like Felt it. Felt like every play, they were just bursting through the middle of the field, getting five or six yards, big chunk plays. And so I think for you know, both the trenches, offense and defense, uh, there are some serious questions as to can you protect the quarterback and keep Purdy upright, keep Lance or Darnold upright? And for the defense, minus Nick Bosa and you know, minus all the starters, can you actually like stop a run? Please? <laughs> We're going to have to this year. Well, that and, I mean, how often was Vegas receivers just running open yeah. five, seven, ten yards down the field? Easy, easy gains for Aiden O'Connell and company for the Raiders. Did want to highlight uh, a text on the YouTube chat coming from Michael. $5 for this. Michael, thank you so much. Wow. He says, we have every right to be concerned and overreact a bit. This is year seven with Kyle and mm-hmm. year three for Trey. I'd understand if it was year one. I agree, Michael. It certainly becomes yeah. more understandable if this is how it looks for Trey Lance the year that he's drafted, despite the fact that he has all the hiccups and bumps in the road that he has had, yeah, I get it. It's not like he's a, entering his third year as a starting quarterback. Right. He doesn't have those reps. But it, but it is still certainly uh, troublesome. Uh, we want to hear from you. Give us a call, 888-957-9570. That's also the Xfinity Mobile text line. Let us know your thoughts. Again, 888-957-9570. It's difficult because you don't want to, and this is you know something that Michael just said on the YouTube chat. There's a couple of other messages on here as well. Uh, Jay says it's one preseason game. Everyone is freaking out, laughing face emoji. <laughs> There's a balance here because you don't want to overreact to just two quarters of football, and you want to be able to trust what he did through training camp, yeah. which for, for the most part was... More consistent, yeah. more consistently impressive, um, but it's hard to ignore the fact that the mistakes you saw from him in this game are the same mistakes we've been talking about now for two and a half years. 
the good things Trey Lance has done are things of legend at this point. They're myths. Because they don't happen when they actually matter. Now, does preseason actually matter? No. The outcome of being 34-7 to matters nil. Yeah, I don't care about the score. Like, who cares, no. right? And to be honest with you, had Brock Purdy had the same day today, maybe we are having a different conversation of, oh, you know, okay, it's Brock Purdy, whatever. You know, he's coming back from an injury with the arm. For Trey, because of the expectation placed on his head, because of the things that he has yet to show us that he's supposed to be able to do Sunday to Sunday to Monday to Thursday to Sunday again, right? Hmm. He's done none of that. And unfortunately for him, it doesn't matter how many, you know, five practice stretches. He looks like the best quarterback on the field. It doesn't matter when it comes to Sunday in Pittsburgh on week one or a game you're forced to play on primetime Thursday night at Levi Stadium. Like everything Trey Lance has done that's been great has been in preseason meaningless football games. The only great game, only great performance I can say he had was against Houston in a must-win game in 2021. Now, I get it, he got hurt. Some of those opportunities are ripped from him, and it's not his fault. I get that. But for Trey Lance to... For people to still have the expectation of he's going to be the guy, I think that ship has kind of sailed for Trey Lance in Kyle Shanahan's mind. Brock Purdy's the guy now. He's a starting quarterback of this team, and he's not going to not play unless he's just awful this year, which I don't think is going to happen, or he gets hurt again. And for Trey Lance, it's if Brock Purdy gets hurt, can you come in and be a competent quarterback? And I could argue in the majority of his outings in preseason and in the regular season, he hasn't even shown that. Yeah. Okay, I have a question for you. You've been down there in Santa Clara. You were in Vegas as well watching a bunch of the practices if you were just honestly to rank what you've seen in training camp, in the practice, just practice, just ignore this, uh, ignore this preseason game okay. today against the Raiders. Rank the three, and I'm I'm not going to include Brandon <laughs> Allen in this. I guess you, you can if you want. Yeah, forget him. I, <laughs> I care most about Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, right. and Sam Darnold. Right. In training camp, in the practices, in the joint practices, in the eleven on eleven scrimmages, in the seven on seven work, all of it. Yeah. Practices, not the preseason game rank the quarterbacks in terms of who you've been most impressed with, who you think has played the best in training camp. I think Brock Purdy has led the offense more efficiently than most quarterbacks, or all quarterbacks down there. He's quarterback one in my eyes. Um, Trey Lance has been the second-best quarterback on most days. Um, he's also been the best quarterback on some days. That's what makes this disappointing today. That's exactly. this. I told you earlier, this is the most disappointed I've been in a preseason game in years. Because the expect- and it's not about the result. No. It's, it's about individual performance. Exactly. I've been there. I've seen Trey Lance perform well, and I've left training camp, and I sat in press conferences saying, man, Trey Lance looks... Like, this could be the year for him. He, This is the best he's ever looked. Man, third straight year of feeling that. Right. And it's like, <laughs> this is the best Trey Lance has ever looked. I'm so excited for what he might get the opportunity to do in week one of the preseason. I want to see him play a full half and show what he's been you know, building towards the entire offseason. He's finally healthy. The mechanics are fixed. He worked with Patrick Mahomes. I want to see what he learned from him put on the football field. And to see him do what he did today, it's like, I have no words. I, I'm speechless because everything that he has shown was not put on display today. The accuracy, the timing, the, the consistency he's had was not on the field today. And I'm not sure if that's because Vegas, again, was game planning for a Niner preseason game or the offensive line rattled him. But when it comes down to it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because if you're playing in a real football game, 
a defense that wants to hit you, wants to hurt you, wants to get 17 sacks against you, wants to break your legs and break your arms and make you fall down and never play again. Like, you don't think Philadelphia is not going to want to crush Trey Lance with the Giants or even the Rams? Like, Seattle Seahawks, Christmas Day. You don't think if Trey Lance plays, they're not going to come at him 110% because they want to get revenge on losing three times last year? Of course they will. You have to show up when it matters, and Trey Lance has not done that yet. And I want him to so bad because I've seen that in practice when the bright lights aren't on, when there isn't pressure on him. But as soon as the heat gets turned up, he gets timid, he gets indecisive, and it makes me question, is he the guy? I don't think he is anymore. That, that ship has sailed on him, and it's it's so... It almost hurts to say that. Yeah, my heart hurts for Trey Lance. I'm with you, hundred percent, hundred percent. We see a lot of comments here on the YouTube channel. If you want to, you can join in youtubecom backslash nine five seven the game. A lot of people bringing up Trey Lance's ankle injury from last year. It's a good point. I know you and I talked about it early at the top, and we're up against it here. We'll hit a break, Dave. I see you on hold. We'll get to you on the other side on overtime here on ninety five seven the game. Is there any part of you who feels like? This is his first live game action. I know you asked me this earlier. I didn't really have the the ankle injury in mind because he's been fully healthy for yeah. a while now, and he has worked on that ankle for quite a long time. Is there any bit, you think, for Trey Lance getting back in his first real game action where it, it might take him a bit to, to fully trust that ankle and, and trust that foot again? I could, I could maybe see that. Yeah. Maybe it, it gets a little bit better next week in, the, in preseason, mm-hmm. week number two. Uh, I don't know how you feel about that. I, I guess it could be part of it, but you still you still feel like his decision making and the process of it should be a little bit better. Maybe the physicality isn't yeah. quite there. I don't know how you feel. I don't think it's about Trey Lance's legs, yeah, or leg or ankle. It's about when you're standing tall in that pocket, are you making the right decisions at the right time? He's not. He's just not doing that. He 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 was during practice. He's not. not today. He didn't today. Yeah. And I think for him, you don't have to be this insanely mobile quarterback all the time for Kyle Shanahan. Use it sometimes to extend plays, hit your targets in stride. He's never done that here. Never. No. And today, didn't do it again either. No, he didn't. And the Niners got dominated against the Raiders 34-7 to in the first preseason game of the year. You're listening to Overtime here on 95.7 The Game. Still a lot more to get into. Dave, I see you on hold. We'll get to you coming out on the other side. It's Overtime on 95.7 The Game. Mark Randy, Sterling Bennett with you. More Niners after this right here on 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I mean, it got off to a rough start for everybody. I mean, three, three and outs for the whole offense the first three times. So I don't put that all in trade by any means. Um, but the whole offense was sloppy to start. I thought he had a real good um, second drive, leading there on the score. Made a hell of a play on the touchdown. I know it was almost a hell of a play for them with the pick, but the, that was the last guy on a bootleg and it flashed and he put it on him and that guy came in and tipped and made a good play, but fortunately Dwelly was there. Wish we got that short yarder so we could finish that drive. It was hard to not put him in, in the third. Now back to overtime on 95-7 The Game. Kyle Shanahan talking about his quarterback, Trey Lance, his first half. You heard him talk about the touchdown to Ross Dwelly, which uh, could have easily been an interception. You're listening to Overtime. You're on 95.7 The Game. Mark Randy and Sterling Bennett with you. 888-957-9570 is the number to dial. Uh, you can also text us that at that number on the Xfinity mobile text line, 888-957-9570. But something interesting there at the end of what mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan said, Sterling, Difficult for him not to put Trey Lance in to start the third quarter. Interesting. Hmm. Do you read that as, you've played poorly, go out there and do more? Yes. Or, or, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> What's the other option? Uh, you've played well. I want you to, I keep building on what you've shown so far. Hmm. Which one do you think? Uh, probably the first one. Yeah. <laughs> probably the first one. <laughs> we, we don't want to ruin your confidence, kid. Try right. Let's get you some, some momentum. We're going to showcase you some more to other teams. Oh. Huh? Is that what you think this is? I don't. I don't. I don't think they want to trade Trey Lance. But it is interesting that they were even thinking about putting him out there for maybe a small portion of the third quarter. The fact that they would kind of dwindle away Sam Darnold's play or maybe get rid of Brandon Allen's entire chunk, which would mean he hadn't really practiced or played in three days because <laughs> he did. He had no reps on Thursday and Friday in team drills. Um, you could also argue that maybe that's Kyle Shanahan saying you need the reps and that Sam Darnold is already quarterback two in my mind and doesn't need the reps. There's so much to dis- decipher with Kyle Shanahan's mm. press conferences. You gotta figure out what's going on in Kyle's It's like the mind. X-Files. It's difficult. <laughs> it could be a million different things. One thing I, I think is interesting, and we'll hear it here uh, right now, Trey Lance talking about the performance today. Uh, and, and one thing he said that, that stands out to me, I haven't heard this yet. I, I just see the description uh, that, that uh, Craig, Craig Valentino behind the glass has given us. Trey Lance saying he, uh, he didn't feel any pressure to perform today. It hasn't been, honestly. Uh, for me, I was excited to, to get back out there. Honestly, today, that was, that was the biggest thing. Go play real football again, go compete again. So that felt good, I guess, first and foremost. But obviously, you know, the score showed it. But just from drive to drive, just got to execute better. Didn't really feel it. I, if I'm in Trey Lance's position, I'm feeling pressure big time every snap I take from here on out. And if you're not, maybe you should. You might play better. And maybe it'll light a fire under you yeah. a little bit. Well, you would think Sam Darnold being brought in this year and Jimmy Garoppolo being brought in last year would do that. Now I get he got hurt, but if if Trey Lance isn't feeling pressure, maybe he's just kind of done. Like oh, whatever. Like he's probably lying. I hope. <laughs> I hope he's lying. Yeah. Tell a little fib here or there. Like come on, Trey. Like this is the time. You don't. There is no luxury of there's always next practice or there's always next game. If you continually put out bad performances like today. You are not going to be the backup quarterback here in San Francisco, and in a certain, you know, possible you know, future, you may not be here in San Francisco at all. And we're sitting here at this very station 
in a month or two saying that was the biggest bust in San Francisco 49er oh history. God. That's crazy! It is. Jake Moody misses two kicks. Trey Lance plays poorly. Javon Kinlaw is getting pushed around. How many times can you miss, Kyle, before it come calling for you? Well, all the things you just mentioned, Jake Moody missing field goals, <laughs> there were issues everywhere. Everywhere. Right. I mean, it was an ugly game, 34-7. to Yeah. All we can talk about is the backup quarterbacks. And, I mean, I get it. It makes sense. You, you're ta- we were talking off-air during the last commercial break. There is no other team in the NFL that spends as much time on their backup quarterback as people talking about the San Francisco 49ers do. It's and, only us and Detroit. Yeah. That's it. That's, I mean, at least Jared, Jared Goff is... He's on a, a level other than Brock Purdy in my mind. So it's a little it's a little right. different there. You want to look too far there, but all right. Jared Goff. <laughs> Dark Horse MVP can Okay. Okay. Hey, turn the North, lights off. North Bay. Hey, Craig, turn his mic off. Turn his mic off, Craig. <laughs> you disagree with that? Yeah. Wow. They're gonna win that division. Oh, I agree with that. Okay. But not well, the MVP we'll, part. We'll check back in on that. Well, let's <laughs> get back to, let's, get, let's get back to the 49ers here. Overtime on 957 the game. Give us a call 888-957-9570. The Xfinity Mobile text line also open for you again 888-957-9570. Let us know your thoughts. youtubecom slash 957 the game twitchtv slash 957 the game. I've got all the pages up. We will get your comment if you leave one for us here on overtime on 957 the game. Mark Randy, Sterling Bennett with you. Spent a lot of time talking about Trey Lance, of course. We have brought up Sam Darnold. He looked decent, 5 of 8 passing. Had a really perfect throw down the right sideline to rookie Ronnie Bell. Uh, a couple of other nice plays, nice nice throws. Didn't commit a turnover, didn't come close to yeah. throwing an interception. Ultimately, he looked good. I think where this conversation goes, if he continues to stack performances like that, one, it seems more likely that he becomes this team's backup quarterback. That's That seems where it's yeah. trending. But it, it becomes, what is his future with this 49ers team? Because he signed a one-year contract. This is... Uh, you know, like the, the Mitch Trubisky model where he fizzles out in his first stop, goes to rehab his image elsewhere. Yeah. Buffalo doesn't really play. Then gets another starting job with, with the, the Steelers. Yeah. What is Sam Darnold's future with this roster after after a game like today? I mean, he looked decent, but if things go to plan for the 49ers, Sam Darnold does not take a snap for this team this year. What if I toss this out there? Okay, toss it. And I understand maybe there's some trepidation of why would you even say that? Why would you even ask that question? Niner fans know this quarterback very well. Alex Smith. Love him. Who doesn't, right? We used to not. We used to hate him. <laughs> but a bunch of different coordinators, a ton of head coaches in his time here in San Francisco prior to Jim Harbaugh. A lot of inconsistency up top. Turmoil all the way around from ownership all the way down to the coaching booth, right? Why can't Sam Darnold have that career turnaround with Kyle Shanahan? <laughs> Why can't he be a guy who was in New York, awful team around him, awful head coaching, awful GM, go to Carolina, head coach gets fired, then comes to San Francisco with a competent head coach, one of the best offensive play callers, if not the best in the NFL, a kind of competent ownership group, Jed York's got himself in trouble right now, but a good GM in John Lynch and one of the best rosters in football around him, why can't he be 2017 Alex Smith with the 4-1 to touchdown-to-interception ratio and 4,000 passing yards? Why can't he be that guy? Are we ever going to know? We might this year, but let's say he plays. Let's say Sam Darnold plays six games. Kyle Shanahan's going to make this the easiest experience of his life 
top 10 offensive line, the best defense in football, the best weapons he's ever had, if not the best offensive weapons on one team in the entire I league. I agree. And Christian McCaffrey being the X factor, why couldn't Sam Darnold be a 2017 Alex Smith for well, this team? I'll tell you, I think Kyle Shanahan is asking the same question. I mean, it's what he told Mike Silver a couple of weeks ago. Mike Silver of the Chronicle, when talking about the Niners quarterback position, said, hey, why can't Sam Darnold have a, cur- a career trajectory a la Steve Young? It's, it's <laughs> not the first time that yeah. Kyle Shanahan has brought up Steve Young's name when talking about Sam Darnold. Unprovoked, mind you. Unprovoked. The question was not about Steve Young. The question was about <laughs> Sam Darnold, and Kyle Shanahan willingly brings up Steve Young's name. Obviously, he had, out of BYU, he did not do well in Tampa, which is where he began his career, right. ultimately came to the 49ers. They got him for dirt cheap after he didn't show well early in his career, served as a backup behind Joe Montana, then became a Hall of Famer, won a Super Bowl. You know the rest of the story. Story. Who's Steve Young? Uh, Sam Darnold is the next Steve oh, okay. apparently. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, the fact that Kyle Shanahan yeah. believes in his ability enough to even bring that up, I think, gives credence to your point. Why can't Sam Darnold, in a good situation, not necessarily become a Hall of Fame caliber right. quarterback, but a, a quarterback that can help you win games at this level, can win you a playoff game? Alex Smith has won playoff games. Like, why... Can't he do something like that? I don't know. I I ultimately don't really buy it that okay. much because we've seen a fair amount of Sam Darnold, and I know it's really been bad situations. If he gets a chance to play, I'm sure he will be better than he was at his previous stops. hope so. But I'm not sure he ever gets to a level where he's an Alex Smith and, and he's winning you a game against the New Orleans Saints in the postseason. I just view Sam Darnold as this player that, look, had you told me in the offseason, we're going to sign Sam Darnold and he'll be this team's backup quarterback, I would have said, you're crazy. No, I don't want him. Don't bring him here. But don't forget, Peter King, two years ago, when they were trying to trade, trying to trade Jimmy Garoppolo out of here and have Trey Lance be the quarterback number one, who was the quarterback he said John Lynch wanted? Sam Darnold. Mm. It feels like they have wanted or at least liked Sam Darnold enough to want to get him in the building and see what he looks like with Kyle Shanahan for at least two years. He's in the building now. And Shanahan's tossing out Steve Young, and I'm tossing out Alex Smith. I mean, Alex Smith is a fine quarterback who turned his career around in Kansas City and late here in San Francisco. Is that good enough to win a championship? I don't know. Is that Kirk Cousins type of quarterbacking? Probably. But if that's the guy Kyle's always wanted, Ugh. I'm not saying go out and get Kirk. I don't want Kirk Cousins. The, the quarterback's a thing on Netflix is great. He's a great guy. And I'm glad your wife dresses you, Kirk. You look phenomenal. But <laughs> does he? A little bit. The tucked in polo shirt, or the, 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 the plaid sh- short sleeve button up is not a great the, look. What about all the chains, though? I love that, though. Mm-hmm. That's, that's great stuff. <laughs> it's great stuff. But if that's the kind of quarterback Kyle Shanahan's always wanted, and Sam Darnold has an, it's an inkling of that. Why shouldn't we believe that's possible? What do you guys think? 888-957-9570. What is Sam Darnold's... Uh, what can he possibly do with the 49ers? What is his ceiling? Can he be a quarterback that the Niners can win with? Is he Steve Young? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs>
<laughs> no, not going to bring that up once again. A lot of people here on the on the YouTube chat saying Sam Darnold is solid. Sammy D is solid, says Enrique. We got Brocky P and Sammy D. I love it. I love it, Enrique. <laughs> Jay says, why not stack the QB room with as much talent as you can? Bring Josh Johnson back. Let's get five quarterbacks in here. Okay, you went too, too far, far now. That's my Jared Goff MVP Dark Horse conversation right there. Too far? <laughs> that is not equal. <laughs> Jared, okay, I'm, I'm I'm letting that one go. No, Josh Johnson can stay the hell away from the San Francisco 49ers for for all I care. Um, but I mean, Sam Darnold, I think it becomes an interesting conversation. Yeah, what's up, Craig? He's with the Baltimore Ravens right now, so is he? Yes. He yes, threw yes. a fade in the end zone for a touchdown yesterday. Wow. Well, he'll, he looked better in He'll probably get today. cut. He'll be available at some point if the Niners want him. Not that they should. I mean, ideally, Brock Purdy is healthy. He plays every single snap. He's good. He's the guy the 49ers say that they expect him to be, say that he is. Um, But then the question becomes, if Brock Purdy has to miss time, based on what we know right now, after one preseason game, who do you want to get the snaps after Brock Purdy? If Brock Purdy misses time, whether it's an injury, whether whatever the situation is, who do you want getting snaps? Let us know. 888-957-9570. I think the tide is beginning to shift a little <laughs> bit with this answer, Sterling, because I, I, I've been in this group for as long as Trey Lance has been here. Yeah. I need to know who this guy is. Mm-hmm. Before I feel comfortable moving on from him, trading him, whatever the situation is, Mike Silver of the Chronicle even threw out cutting him, if that's what it comes down to. Oy. Before that happens, I feel like I need to know what the guy is. What if we already know what he is? Well, that, and it's this. That's the point. I think that's where this conversation is going. Sam Darnold feels like the safer option right now, and I would be shocked if there are more 40, if there aren't more 49er fans coming around to that idea after what we saw today. Do you think Kyle Shanahan now playing it safe? Right? Brock Purdy seems like a rather safe quarterback when it comes to his skill set. Maybe the ceiling isn't super high, but what the average 33 points last year went to the NFC Championship game. Sam Darnold, kind of the backtrack on what you wanted in Trey Lance or who you thought Trey Lance would be. Do you think Kyle Shanahan try to get the big fish, right? Try to get Trey Lance, the franchise quarterback, this young, raw, talented player, and now it's kind of backtracking, saying maybe I should play a little safer here, reel things back in. I went too far at the kind of, you know, kind of find myself again in what I want in quarterbacks. It does feel like that every time Kyle Shanahan takes a risk on a player, remember, he didn't want Jimmy G. That was a risk on him, right? One and, Kirk Cousins. And John Lynch, one of Kirk Cousins, took a risk on Jimmy, won a ton of games here, then was like, I want to make a change. I want to kind of find my quarterback. Then makes a big risk for Trey Lance. Then is like, okay, got to find my quarterback again, and that's Brock Purdy. Him going out and getting Sam Darnold feels like him saying, I took a big risk and I missed. I need to play it safe again. But playing it safe, I mean, yeah, it was a risk to trade Jimmy Garoppolo, but Garoppolo had always proven to be the safe quarterback That's what I mean. That's what I mean. But, like, trading a second-round pick for Jimmy. That's a risk for a guy you don't know, a guy who hasn't played much, a guy you're kind of banking on Belichick saying he's the successor to Tom Brady, right? You're you're hoping that works out. At the end, you didn't get the big one. Took a risk. You can argue there was a whiff there when it came to getting a championship with this team. Trey Lance, take a big risk. He ain't done anything for you know being here. 
You're playing it safe now at the quarterback room. Do you think he's kind of reeling it back in saying, I took big risks and now i got to play it a lot safer because, well, the safer guys are the guys I like more. Maybe. I mean, there's a certainly a thought that the Niners, with the talent on their roster, they are maybe the only team in the NFL that can win a Super Bowl without an elite of the elite quarterback. Yeah. Like they might be the only team that has that claim. I don't know what 49er fans think. Let's go to some of you. Paul, I see you on hold. You're coming up in just a little bit. First, though, Steve in San Francisco Steve wants Young? to talk about... Maybe. We'll see. Steve, is that you? <laughs> uh, wants to talk about Sam Darnold. Steve, you're on overtime on 95.7 The Game. What did you think of Sam Darnold and company today? Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Oh, you actually hit on a lot of things that I was going to just reiterate right as we cut to my call. I think a lot of it, there's so many different ways that you can slice this, but at the end of the day, it feels really, really simple, right? Like, you, you hit on the same thing. Sam Darnold, if they told us everything they know in the building or what they think of Trey Lance when they immediately jumped out to get Sam Darnold. And then a lot of us speculate, and they go, well, why would you do that? Sam Darnold, this, this, or this. And I think you said the exact same thing. You made the comparison to Alex Smith, which I think is apt. But then by the same token, you go, well, but... Could Sam Darnold beat the Saints in a thriller in a playoff game? Would we have ever said that about Alex Smith until he did that? Absolutely not. Good point. So I'm not, I'm, I'm agreeing with you and wholeheartedly where I go. I think they see a lot of that. I think they know that they don't have to change the offense when Darnold is in. I think the things that Darnold is good at are, are good at are what they need in the quarterback spot which is what Purdy is. They need quick release. They need smart decisions. And sadly, what I think with Lance, and this is through no fault of his own, you're seeing he still he, he takes a lot of time in that pocket. He's doing those double and triple clutches. He's doing a lot of those things that I think like he needs really he, – he may have time to work on that throughout his professional career. He's just not in the situation, and they are not in the situation – for each other. It's just not compatible anymore. So I'm like, even for this guy, he needs to get out. He kind of needed more of like a Trevor Lawrence or a Justin Fields sort of team and situation. He needed to go through those growing pains. Between injury and the fact that they're on a win-now roster, he was never afforded that. And I think now they kind of know what they have in him and what they don't. And I, I think they've signaled everything that they're just like for both parties. I think it's time that we, we move on from this. I just don't know if they can because I think they want to try and try to drive up his trade value. And for better or for worse, the more playing time they give him, if he plays well, maybe they'll drive that up. If he keeps looking like he has, they're just going to have to kind of stick with him and then say maybe slug it out and see if you can, if you can win over Darnold. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a balancing act. Good call there, Steve. Steve in San Francisco. He gets it. He, he does he get gets it. it. I mean, there's a balancing act where you want to, if if the 49ers' goal is to try to trade Trey Lance, which I don't think it is. Me neither. But if that's their goal, obviously not his, working. His, his stock is, <laughs> is at a maybe as low as it's ever been. So you feel yeah. like you have to get him out there and, and see what he can do. Play the third uh, quarter, Trey. Get out there. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's it. Honestly, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan being like, hey, well, your stock just went down a little bit more. You're, you're under a dollar now. You're delisted from the New York Stock Exchange. you got to like, get that fifth-round pick. Oh, man. <laughs> and maybe that's the motivation for the 49ers, is they see that he's struggling, and if they're going to recoup anything from, again, spending three first-round picks to get this yeah. guy... They need him to go out there and do something. Now, I'll, I'll say I don't think that that's their plan. I would bet 
that he's on the roster come week one, probably as it stands right now as QB three. Yeah. Who knows? Probably not active for week one because you're only going to address two quarterbacks. Are you though? Especially after last year. Maybe I don't know. Well, I guess there's the new rule now, right? You yeah. can you can dress three, and they're not going to count against against your your roster yeah. spot. But I don't know. Can I just say this? Yeah, go ahead. Me and you like Trey Lance. I love Trey Lance. I yeah. All right, it's a little a little more emotional than I was about it. But, I really like <laughs> Trey Lance. He's a great person. Yes, Trey, Trey Lance, a phenomenal person. Everyone, me and you are rooting for him to succeed. One hundred percent. After today, it was hard for us to watch. We're both standing there saying we want him to go out there and prove his worth, prove to be a first round pick, number three overall pick, prove to be that guy prove to us. That I'm right to yeah. believe in you. Come on, justify my opinion, please. Mm-hmm. But for him to come out here and do what he did today, we aren't losing faith in the fact that Trey Lance can't be something later. The fact is, like Steve said, he was brought into a win-now situation. Trey Lance wasn't afforded the opportunity to grow as a player, to get those reps, like he would have in Jacksonville or in New York or even in Tampa Bay now. Like He doesn't have that luxury. He has to come in and show to be a good quarterback now. And I think for him... And the text line said at 707, Jordan Love, that's the guy, right? That's where their careers are kind of paralleled currently. The issue is Jordan Love doesn't get to sit behind Aaron Rodgers and never play, and no one's sitting there saying, someone put in Jordan Love. They're saying, can we extend Aaron Rodgers and get him off the ayahuasca, please? Get him out of the closet <laughs> in his dark room retreats, please. Now Jordan Love, who they extended for a year because they want to see what he can be, he's showing to at least be a leader in that room. He's put together a pretty good preseason, albeit it's one game. He's getting guys to buy into him. Trey Lance has never had the opportunity to do that. It's never been, let's give Trey time to get guys to buy into him. It's, we got to win the Super Bowl right now. And Trey's like, I haven't even thrown a pass yet. My leg is broken. My ankle is broken. My finger's broken. And that's the way the NFL goes. Sometimes things pass you by, but... Despite everything bad that's happened towards Trey Lance in a bad day today, we're not rooting against him. Absolutely. We not. want him to be quarterback two, if not quarterback one here, because the ceiling is the highest of anybody in that room. The issue is that floor might just be the lowest. It might be. Wide range of outcomes, yeah. possibly for Trey Lance. Yeah, let's go back to the, the phones here. 888-957-9570. You're listening to Overtime on 95.7 The Game. Mark Randy and Sterling Bennett with you. Up next, Paul in San Jose. Paul, what did you think of uh, the Niners' first preseason game today? Hey, guys. Uh, I had two things I wanted to say. First of all, uh, God forbid anybody on the 49ers starting line goes down this season because, yeah, agree. <laughs> holy hell, these guys were rough. And you know we have an issue with protecting your quarterbacks. It's just, man, the depth there, it is not promising. And the second thing I wanted to say was our last our last two first-round picks, man, they are not trending in the right direction. I, I It might be fair to label bus on them. First with Javon Kinlaw, he was out there today. He had no presence there. He was getting thrown around. We drafted him to be an anchor on the defensive line, man. It's, it's he's had a bunch of excuses. Maybe he's he's been out of he's been out of shape. His knee. Maybe he's just not that good of a player. And for Trey Lance, I understand why the Niners drafted him because in today's league, in today's game, you need that QB, like you were saying, you need that guy to take over the game when it matters, right? <laughs> I, I just don't see it from him. He just doesn't seem like the type of QB to run a first team offense. Uh, he looks skittish out there. He doesn't. He doesn't process well. I don't. What do you guys think? 
Yeah, no, I think we both are in agreement with you, Paul. Uh, it, it just doesn't look clean. It, it doesn't look... It doesn't look like it should look for a guy entering his third year in the league, and, and we can get into that more, but when you... The dichotomy of how smooth or how rough it looks for Trey Lance, and then you compare that to how smooth it looked for Sam Darnold, it's jarring. It's all, You watch one play for Trey Lance, one play for Sam Darnold, they could both be 15-yard gains, but it feels different because it just seems like it is more straightforward and easy and repeatable for Sam Darnold. For Trey, it feels like he has to make a hurdle to make a 15-yard throw. Whereas for Sam, it's hike, three-step, drop back, boom, anticipation, yep. sideline. 100%. And I think for Kyle Shanahan, that's where it's like, can we get Trey to get caught up to speed here of, let's get rid of the hurdles, let's make things easier. And they've tried. Fix the mechanics, get rid of the hitch. You know, He wouldn't found Jeff Christensen. Get you the guy that works with the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Yeah. And it's one preseason game, mind you. Maybe it doesn't matter, but... Nothing like nothing he did today showed all the work he's put in. It looked just like three years ago. Yeah, and that's kind of depressing, really. It, it did. It really is. Uh, what do you think, Sam Darnold, Trey Lance? Sam Darnold, did he do enough today to make you confident in him taking snaps for the 49ers this season? What do you think? Let us know. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. RJ and Luis, I see you on hold. We'll get to you right after this quick break. You're listening to Overtime on ninety five seven. The game. More reaction to the 49ers' loss to the Raiders, thirty four to seven. Coming up on the other side. Again, it's Overtime on ninety five seven. The game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 